Now, listen, I do like to keep the open short um, on an important day like today because it is a free agency Friday, frenzy Friday, uh, LZ. Uh But I also feel like if you notice the purgatory open was short too. I think it's a uh, Morales also wants to uh, have a short Friday, Friday. I I would think so. And he's earned it. He has. He's been uh, he, he has been hard at work. But don't just put it on me is all I'm saying. That's true. That is true. Morales, own up to your part of this as well. Right. We own the week. You own this. Right? Both hands. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. All right. So Steve Levy is going to join us in a minute. We'll talk uh, Monday Night Football with him, Rams, and Bucks. But let's talk free agency here. So, LZ, um, Mm -hmm. what is the move? Uh, Let's take the Lakers out of this for a second because we talked about Wes Matthews with Mason in Ireland. You and I can kind of dive into it a little further uh, at 4.30. Uh, but actually, hold that thought. Uh, we will put free agency on a, on pause here for a moment. We'll talk to our pal Steve Levy. He is the voice of Monday Night Football, the Rams, and the Bucks on Monday Night Football, of course, as well, right here on this station as well, here on 710 ESPN in L.A. Uh, Steve, thank you for joining us, man. Hope everyone is healthy, safe, and sound. Appreciate the time. Yeah, all good, uh, all good on this end. Thanks for having me on. Hope, hope you guys are feeling great as well. I just got to Tampa, and... Uh, Nice to have some warm weather coming from uh, the Bristol, Connecticut area. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Listen. Oh, we, that's right. You're pretty yeah, yeah. chilly. We, we we've all done that. Yes, we've all been there before, right. and uh, we know what you deal with at this time of year, Steve. And uh, it's why we live in LA. So there's that. Steve, I'm wearing flip flops right now in a pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have you having the good life. I get it. You know me. I'm the company guy. When you're there for. I don't know, 40 years, 45, no, that hasn't been that long. But, you know, I like being close if they ever need me. You know, an emergency sports center breaks out, they can always call me and I can always run over, you know? Oh, we love it. We love having <laughs> we love having you on Sports Center whenever you want. We love having you on Monday Night Football. Uh, actually, it's funny, before we actually get into the football part of this, we had Sean McVay on yesterday, and yeah. he had an admission uh, to us yesterday. I'm surprised it didn't make uh, breaking news on the scroll on ESPN, but he admitted to us that he blatantly cheats at Monopoly. Is there a game that Steve Levy is unreasonably competitive at that he will cheat if he has to to win? Not really. You know, back in the day, maybe stickball with the guys on, on the neighborhood kind of thing. But other than that, I, I really I save my competitiveness for when it really counts. You know what I mean? And not, not like at board games. But that being said... What you got on McVay there, I might have to change our open on Monday night and uh, might have to work that in there. So there you go. Uh, you should listen, you should listen to podcasts. There's a lot of good stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you want, we'll send you the podcast link. You can go back and listen to it. He uh, he revealed a lot of stuff. He's into, you know, he he was charting to watch This Is Us. He said the show was too depressing for him, that the world is depressing enough. Uh, you know, he's trying to get into new TV shows. So we got a lot of fodder for you if you end up having a blowout game. But uh, nonetheless. Cheats at Monopoly. I got it. Yeah, good. Che- right. che- cheats go. at Monopoly. And his fiance got mad at him for cheating at Monopoly. So you have that as in well your back pocket. As well she should. Yeah, as, as well she should. Should. Yeah. Should. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't a precursor to other things. Yeah. All right, so here's the question, Steve. Yeah. Golf is in the toughest division in football. It's right there with all the top-tier teams. Kyler Murray is talked about as an MVP candidate. Obviously, Russell Wilson is as well. But Jared Goff isn't. Why do you think that is from your perspective? You know, I don't think uh... – 
don't think he, he has all the weapons that some of the other players have, and I, I think Goff is still figuring things out. Quite frankly, I know, you know he had a down year last year, and listen, a, a down year for for the Rams is is what nine and seven. That's that's pretty good for a lot of teams. Somebody threw the interceptions last year. You know, we had the Rams uh, against the Bears out at, at gorgeous SoFi Stadium, and uh, he said, you know, he's working on his on his footwork and his lower and his and his bottom half and his core and all that stuff. So. I think they're still working on some things. I think the Rams are still figuring things out, you know. And I think some of the other clubs really in that division kind of, you know, know who they are. They they know what their success is all about, right? We know what the Cardinals and, and Kyler Murray are about. We know what Russ and Seattle, you know, we know how they're going to win and their identity. And I think for the Rams, especially on offense, they, they might still be trying to figure that out. And... um you know, that's the beauty of this Monday night game. I, I think it's on the Buccaneers, too. Like, we're going to really find out now, right? Each of these teams have had clunkers, like games they probably shouldn't have lost. You know, that, that Dolph... Until you say, hey, wait a second, you know what? Miami might be pretty good, and, and nobody saw that. And the Buccaneers, the way they got lit up by the Saints, you know, on that Sunday night, 38-3. to So, I mean, if you're going to have a great... You're going to be a great team in this NFL, and you're going to have a great season... You know, maybe you can afford one of those kind of games, one of those slip-ups, but probably not another one. And I think as the schedule starts getting serious here for both of these teams, uh, this is a big spot on Monday night. We're going we're gonna to learn something about uh, one or both of these teams, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. Look, the Rams were not necessarily a team that people thought would be competing to win this division, and they find themselves in that position right now. Steve, as you have looked at them now, and you've seen them once already, as you mentioned, against Chicago, what has stood out to you in regards to maybe something that surprised you that maybe you didn't think heading into the season? You know, it's uh, first of all the running game. It's 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 tricky, right? Running back by committee. Uh, they're really splitting it pretty evenly. I I think they love Cam Akers. Uh, the quote we had written down from the coaching staff that he's going to be special. You know, which means he's maybe he's already special. You know, he's really done a nice job. Uh, but Brown and Henderson and Akers, they all sort of bring something different to the party. Uh, and the other thing is the receiving core. It, it's probably underrated. Um, you know, not in Los Angeles, you get it, but I, I think nationally people don't realize uh, how good Woods and Cup are. And, um, you know, the, the traditional diva room in the NFL is that wide receiver room, and I don't sense any of that uh, with, the, with the Rams. And Josh Reynolds done a good job holding off Van Jefferson uh, for that third receiver spot. So they've got a lot of nice pieces. You know, I think one of the problems on Monday night is going to be, you know, at left tackle replacing Andrew Whitworth and, and Jared Goff protecting against that. So, um, you know, again, I, I think they're underrated in, in terms of the skill positions on offense. And, uh, and now it's a chance, you know, on a big stage to show everybody what they've got. Because we all know, right? We know about the defense, right? Everybody in the world knows about Aaron Donald. And, you know, we made this argument the last time we had him. He might be the best player in the NFL, like, you know, everybody goes quarterback there. He might be, if you had to start a team, you might get an argument from some, some defensive-minded people that Aaron Donald would be the number one pick, even over the best quarterback. You might get that argument, and he's certainly in the top five, though. But you're not going to take five quarterbacks ahead of Aaron Donald, I don't believe. so. A couple things. One, for the listeners, uh, reports are that Dwight Howard will return to the Lakers. Steve, I'm not quite sure if you're concerned about that, but the listeners certainly are. <laughs> and number two, okay. my question for you is, um, you know, obviously 
for all the reasons connected to the pandemic, this is not a usual football season. As someone who has followed this sport a long time, are you able to see any areas, either in execution or any other aspect of the season, in which it's pretty clear on the field that this is not a usual season? Uh, yeah, and you know what you know what comes to mind as you ask that question? And good for Dwight Howard, I get that. How many years is he going to be in the NBA now? It's unbelievable. Career he's had, right? Yeah, it's yeah, been, I, awesome. yeah, it's been yeah. It's awesome. Right? From, from super complimentary player. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 16 years million now. lives. Yeah, 16 uh, I'll years. tell you where I notice it. Where I notice it the most, the pandemic, uh, is the injuries. Uh, the soft muscle tissue type injuries that we've seen around the league. Uh, when they made all the roster adjustments and enhancements the NFL did, uh, when they made the injured list um, a three-week list, um, and, and I think when they, when they added uh, all the extra players and sort of wait, you know, you couldn't have all the veteran players on the practice squad. Now you can this year. I think that was really COVID-related to have COVID flexibility because of what we're going to deal with, and we've obviously needed that. But it's really enhanced a lot of teams. We're seeing big injuries every week, and I think that is a direct result of not having real OTAs, not having a real training camp, um, and just, just seeing players go down, big-time players every week, especially earlier in the season. And uh, I think the other thing is we were watching for officiating. So it's probably two answers you did not expect when you answered to ask that question. But the officiating, the lack of flags, I think the NFL is uh, – the officials are really trying to let them play. Whole offensive holding penalties are way down. Uh, crews are not all together. Uh, as they have been traveling around the country in teams because of the pandemic. They're trying to let officials uh, uh, choose their games based on geography and allow them to travel the games and drive the games rather where they can. So I think officiating was a big question, and uh, and the injuries, the soft, uh, soft tissue injuries that have sort of plagued the league to this point. Steve Levy, the voice of Monday Night Football with us here. One more for you, Steve. In regards to Tampa Bay, um, what are you seeing from them that has impressed you the most? I cannot believe how many weapons Tom Brady has. It's, it's ridiculous, and it's ridiculously unfair. Look, the guy's obviously had a great life, right? Some yeah. of that's got to be luck, right? He, I mean, he's hardworking, and he's talented. I get all that stuff, but I mean, he, just, he puts himself in, in, in a great situation wherever he goes. I think he saw the writing on the wall in New England. We see what's, you know, what's happened with the Patriots and really their lack of explosive skill position players. And then he, and then he comes to Tampa. You know, they already have Ronald Jones. Uh, who do they add? Add Leonard Fournette and, and Shady McCoy, uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. They add Antonio Brown. Whatever you feel about A.B., you know, on the field, he's an explosive all-time kind of wide receiver. Uh, that could just enhance, and he has his buddy Gronk on offense. So, you know, that's uh, Brady talked to our crew today, and he said, uh, you know, that's really the only problem he has, and it's a good problem to have. You know, there's one football trying to figure out how to share the football, but he's he's keeping defenses guessing. He's put himself in a great spot, and uh, and the dangerous thing for the rest of the league is he told us today that you know for week eleven, I mean, he and it. And his body, at 43 years old, is feeling as good as it has been at any Week 11 in recent memory. So uh, I think they're poised to do some big things here uh, in Tampa Bay going forward. And, of course, you know, we've never had a Super Bowl, uh, a team played on a home field on a Super Bowl, and all these streaks are coming to an end at some point, and, and maybe this is the year for that. Yep, no doubt about it. 
Steve Levy, the voice of Monday Night Football. Check him out with Lewis Riddick and Brian Greasy, of course, Monday night on ESPN, beginning at 5 o'clock, or just past that, actually, is when they'll kick off. Rams and Bucks, and of course, right here on this station as well, if you're going to be in the car and not at home yet. Steve, a pleasure, brother. Stay healthy, stay safe, and thanks for the time, and you're welcome for the Monopoly tidbit. <laughs> nice chatting with you guys. I'm going to sneak that in. You watch. There All right, brother. Go. Take care, man. Thanks again. There he is. Steve Levy joining us here on uh, Sedano and LZ. All right. Coming up, we may, LZ, have breaking Laker news. We'll have that for you in three minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks to Steve Levy for joining us. We may or may not have breaking news, LZ. This is a very strange situation. So you said that Dwight Howard was coming back because he had tweeted that he was coming back. Because he said it. Right. He said he was coming back. He tweeted that he was coming back, and then he deleted it. Like, literally, as you were saying it, he deleted it. And Sham Sharania, who, you know, is very close to Dwight, also deleted it and updated that it's not done yet, that he is taking on potential suitors. So that's just weird. It's weird. So weird. I'm not quite sure where the miscommunication may have happened. I'm not quite sure, you know, who was premature in all of this. I just know I was excited that we were getting him back. And now he's saying he's back out in the market. I don't know what that means for our number five spot big man position, right? Because we know that JaVale's coming back unless he gets traded. But Dwight was the one who helped us overcome Denver. And Denver isn't going anywhere. And so we still are going to need a big physical body to deal with the physicality of, you know, Joker. So I'm just sitting here like going, bruh, what is we doing? Is you going or are you staying? Why are you tweeting things that aren't verified by your own people? What's happening here? <laughs> All I can say is it's very Dwight, right? <laughs> like, it, 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 but we I don't mean, know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's very Dwight because we don't know where the drop-off happened, right? Like, maybe Dwight was told something and then someone came back to him and told him something differently. And that's why he deleted it. So I don't know what the chain of communication was. So I'm not going to say it's very Dwight. I'm just going to say... What's happening? Because I don't know where the thing fell apart. Uh, maybe they got like a last second offer as he was literally tweeting. Could it just be happenstance? It could. It could. Or maybe a certain you know free agent says, you know what? I'm coming to L.A. after all. And then and L.A. is like, oh, well, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. We want you. Hold on a second. We don't know. Because Bobby March tweeted out it's $3 million. Um, so that, that's what I'm saying. Like it sounded like it was done. And then the only, look, he literally tweeted, I'm staying right where I belong. Laker nation. I love y'all purple and gold never gets old. 
<laughs> and then, uh, you know, then all of a sudden it got deleted. Like, literally. A m- moments later. Like, it was, do you think maybe it was in his drafts and it got sent out by, like, he sent it out by accident? Like, like so you know what saying, I mean? Like, so you're saying, like, maybe this was, like, a draft from last year when he was saying he was coming back? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'm staying right where I belong. I, I think maybe he just drafted it, like, maybe this week and just tweeted it by accident and prematurely tweeted it. You don't think that's possible? I mean, it's possible. I'm just upset. No, I get I'm upset. why you're upset. Yeah. I'm upset because I'm like, all right, if you're not coming – and if Ibaka is going to the Nets, as a lot of people are, are whispering, what are we doing for our five? Is it Cousins again? Like, what's happening here? Because there are still some big men, like a Steven Adams, as I said, with you know Joker, um, Rudy Gobert. There's still some big men that you need a big body to deal with. Right. Everybody's not out there shooting threes. Yeah. And so we need to make sure that is shored up. And while I like JaVale... Um, from a physicality perspective, he's not strong enough to handle some of those bodies I just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. But, I mean, you know, Greg, like, this is pretty Dwight, right? Like, you know, like, did you expect this to go smoothly? I mean, I was never a Dwight guy. I mean, I liked him this last year because he played fantastic, but... This is very much who Dwight is. This is exactly what he does. Wasn't there a whole thing when he was back in, what, 2013, when he was, like, flying over to meet with Mitch Kupchak, and there was a whole like, back, like, oh, it's actually going to happen, then it didn't happen. I don't know. I, this, if, if any player was going to make this, was going to do this, it was going to be Dwight Howard. Do what? Put out a tweet like that. I'm staying in L.A. This is great. Woohoo! I'm back. Oh, wait. Nope, never mind. Delete. I'm going somewhere else. Or I'm, I'm opening my options a minute later. That just seems like that's a very Dwight thing to me. I'm right. I'm with I'm with George on this one. I just need to know what happened. I'm not going to assume that this was all from Dwight's camp, just because he was the one that was public in the tweets. I don't know if he was told something, and then the other party recanted, or he was told something else that influenced him. In other words, I'm not sure if he did this in a vacuum. And I think we just need to wait for the reporting before we say this is so Dwight because this might be so somebody else. We don't know. Man, this is crazy. <laughs> I I don't – but again, I feel like it's very much in, in line with what we should expect from Dwight. Like I, I – this is why I wanted Tristan Thompson. This, because the you, flakiness. Because of the tweets? Because of the flakiness. <laughs> You don't know if he's flaky. I You're mean, making assumptions based upon what? We don't I mean, know what happened. I mean, seriously? We seriously don't know what happened. Do you know what happened? I don't, but if you had to bet. My bet is is that anytime someone tweets information and recants it, it's because whoever told them the information had it wrong. But he and tweeted I, and, and, out and, and, what information? Are you saying he they, he got he got told the wrong information? Like by he might agent? have been told he might have been told the wrong information. So I'm not going to assume that he's just making stuff up and then deleting it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he makes <laughs> stuff up. I'm just saying like don't tweet it unless it's unless you're done. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I mean by flaky. Like did we not learn anything from Milwaukee and Sacramento and Bogdan Bogdanovich a few days ago? 
What if it is one of those situations? Is that <laughs> is that Bogdan's, you know, issue? No, but we blamed Sacramento and Milwaukee for putting it out there before it was ready to roll, and this is the whole point. Don't put out anything until it's ready to roll. Look, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He has has he responded to your text? Not yet. Yeah, of course, you ain't even getting the bubbles on the emo, on the return text. I'm sure yet. Actually, I actually haven't checked my phone. Let me oh. see if I got some bubbles. Anything? You know, Probably you know, I, don't not. Ca- you know I don't keep my, my phone near me all the time. No, I know. Laura, Laura, Laura can't be happy with Dwight right now. I mean, I just feel like you got to be 100% before you tweet something, so I agree with you. But then, I mean, it's it's Dwight, so I'm not surprised, so I can't be mad. If you know what you're getting, you can't be mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. I'm astounded. I'm, I'm so astounded. I'm astounded by you, Laura. What? I'm astounded by you, Greg. <laughs> Sedano, I'm astounded. I mean, why are you astounded by I me? I am not the biggest Dwight guy by any stretch of the imagination. Like, no, he just... surprised me because he was able to, 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 to play it right this year. But, I mean, you know, like, I'm a person that I believe your resume says who you are. And his resume is kind of flaky. I mean, if you're going to look at the two, are you going to look at the two sides? What we've seen from the Lakers, we guys talked about it yesterday about right. how everyone, they're, they're, the Lakers are all going in silence and they're making sure they're tight doing lipped. everything correctly. Yes, yeah. tight lipped. So I tend to trust them more than what I've seen from Dwight over his time in the league. That's all I'm saying. All I know is, is that we don't know why Dwight tweeted what he tweeted. And the, the options are this. Mm-hmm. He was getting high in his in his room and just tweeted something, deleted it. And <laughs> Why does he got to be getting him. high, though? Like, I don't understand. Like, how we or, made that. Like, or I he made... was told something, okay. assumed it was true because of the source he trusts, and then something happened, and he had to quickly recant it. Recanting? Oh, man, what a day. This is not. All right, coming up next, there is one person that is coming to the Lakers. We'll tell you who that is. And by the way, there could be a big name coming to the Dodgers. Someone that you and I and LZ, you and I LZ may have spoken into existence just two weeks ago. Is we'll it Dwayne Howard? Not to the Dodgers, LZ. Oh, okay. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. We've got controversy. We'll get to that in a sec. But I'll tell you this. Don't forget, 5 o'clock hour, we got some virtual keys left. Four of them, actually, mm-hmm. in the 710 ESPN month of giving. Our pal Warren Leong from Montebello won yesterday. He won a key. Do you want your key? Hopefully, you were listening to Mason in Ireland give out the destination of the day during the 3 o'clock hour, which happens each and every weekday. And in the 
5 o'clock hour. Hopefully you wrote it down, by the way, too. So in the 5 o'clock hour each and every weekday here on this show, you can listen for Sal Gonzalez, our friend from Culver City Mazda, give you the cue to call. And when you hear it, be caller number 7 with the correct destination of the day, and you can win a virtual key that could start a brand-new 2021 Mazda CX-5 Sport with a grand $1,000 in the glove box. So keep it locked here to the 710 ESPN Month of Giving. So 5 o'clock hour. Could happen in any of the commercial breaks. you got to be listening during the commercial breaks because that's when it's going to happen. That's the deal. So, you know, you get to listen to us. you got to stick around for the commercial breaks, and that's how we roll. Uh, speaking of how they roll, Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports and Sham Sharania both reported that Wesley Matthews is headed to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Chris Haynes actually tweeted a picture that he said, Chris, um, that Wes Matthews sent him of a Lakers jersey. So... Wes Matthews to the Lakers, LZ. Up, I up, like up. it. I just saw a tweet. He's untweeted it. We're not sure yet. It's what still. Happened? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Were you asking? Oh, no. Oh, you were doing that. Oh, I see what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, oh, I yeah. see you, tricky LZ. Uh, you got to stay. Stay. Keep your head on a swivel, baby. Yeah. Um. So, Wesley Matthews, I like it. I think he's a good fit Um. in the Danny Green role. I think he's better than Danny Green at this stage of his career. And, uh, you know, I, honestly, I think he's a better defender than Danny Green at this stage of his career. And I think a better three-point shooter, too. Like, just all around, I think he's a better player. And to get him for $3 million or whatever it is they got him for, that's pretty damn impressive. But how do you feel about this? I'm uh, I'm not sure yet. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> What do you mean you're not sure yet? I'm not sure yet. What does that mean? I, that means I need to see how his money impacts our ability to get other players. But I mean, there's still a mid-level there for the Lakers. I just need to see how his money impacts our ability to get other players. So what, what does that mean, though? Like, what other players are you worried about? Well, I'm, I'm interested in Serge Ibaka. I'm interested in Bogdanovich. I'm interested in... Well, I, I would say Bogdanovich, even though I know that the Lakers want to kick the tires on that, unless it's a sign-and-trade, that's not happening. That's not happening in space, like with their remaining uh, mid-level exception space. I just need to see what happens. So, so, but, but I'm just saying, like, Bogdanovich is not affected by that. We um, don't know. And nor, to, to be honest, nor is anyone they're going to give the mid-level to. I, I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because I went to bed one day and I woke up and Paul George was in Oklahoma City and no one saw it coming. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up one day and Paul George was in was an L.A. Clipper and no one saw it coming. He actually was an L.A. Clipper on Paul George Day in Oklahoma City. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> Funny I don't – Exactly. So I don't know, yeah. right? So while we may look at it from what we see on paper in front of us right now – that it looks like this is not a possibility, I don't know because I'm not privy to some of the other conversations Rob may be hacking, having, have, bleh, having with right. other teams. Right. So, 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 that's, you, but, so but, that's the but, only reason why I'm pausing because Wes uh, okay. Matthews, to your point, may be a better defender than Danny Green, but I'm looking right now and he has shot less than 40% from the field in this last three seasons. Right, because he's all he shoots is threes. And even with the threes, which I'm looking at as well, uh, not once has he eclipsed 40%. Yeah, but 40% is like not – like there's not a lot of guys eclipsing, eclipsing 40%, you know, when you look at the totality of the league every year. 
I'm just saying, dog. I'm just saying. Are you that- down on the Wesley Matthews signing? I'm saying I'm going to pause on the Wesley Matthews signing because I need to see what else happens. I need oh, no, to see how I'm everything else it. play out. I'm in on it. He's better than Danny Green, and that to me is already a, an upgrade. Like I, That's just as simply as the way I look at it. Well, I look at it in its totality, and I look at it when it comes to opportunity cost. So any money you spend one way is less money you have to spend another way. And I'm just waiting to see what else plays out because Wesley Matthews, to me, is not the player that it doesn't matter who you might not be able to sign. He is the guy that's going to be able to be a difference maker like that. He actually does matter who else you sign. And so I'm just sitting here like going, okay, Wesley Matthews, all right, what else no, are you I doing? No, but I don't believe that's the case because he's a mini mid-level. You have the mid-level. What is that, $3 million? Yeah, and you have the mid-level. You have the, he's the biannual. I'm sorry. He's the biannual exception at $3 million. And then you have the mid-level, which is about nine. Now, it, you heard McMiniman tell us yesterday that they would like to split that up in theory. Um, but if you're going to split that up, you're probably not going to be shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue. You're going to be shopping at, you know, no disrespect, but Target or Walmart, you know? Target. Target. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sounds fancier. Yeah. Um, Greg, do you like the Wesley Matthews signing? Um, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like LZ in all this, though. I've seen over the last couple of years his three-point shooting decrease considerably recently. And, I mean, I know he's a great defender. The $3.6 million, I like that it's lower than Danny Green, but from what I understand... I mean, significantly I lower than Danny Green. Yes, You're paying yes, Danny Green $15 million. From what I understand, doesn't it go into the, the mid-level exception? We're not going to have the full mid-level exception anymore? That I'm kind of I'm a little worried about that. I thought it would be less money. I thought he'd get a veteran minimum. Yeah, no, I don't think he's a veteran minimum guy. But I mean, I think you so paid that's the biannual. Yeah, I do. That's you paid the, the biannual. You paid the biannual exception for him. Is what that's the only reason why I'm pausing on a wait and see basis. You know, we might still move players in order to acquire other players. And if all those things happen, and I look and Wesley Matthews is on our roster, I'm like going, oh sweet. But I don't know yet. So right now, I'm going to simply say he's a good player. Um, but I'm not sure. Well, it's not that I'm not sure, but he's not good enough to make me forget about the things that we can't sign. He's not like that. I will say that when I think about like you know Schroeder, for instance, I felt good about the Schroeder signing based upon what he cost and what else was out there at that position, I was good about his acquisition. But when it comes to wings, I'm just a little bit more on the pause because there are some wings out there who are better than Wesley Matthews, and I don't know if we took ourselves out of the opportunity to get him by doing this. Yeah. So I'm waiting. I, I don't think that that's the case, personally. I, I You don't I mean, think there are wings better than Wesley Matthews? No, I think that you haven't taken yourself out of the running for anyone, is what I'm saying. At least in your price range. Like, I don't think that that's happened just because you signed Wesley Matthews to a If you take game. Kelly Rowland out on Thursday, you can't take Beyonce out on Thursday. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a little different. I mean, I, you know what? Actually, actually, you, actually, you, could. So there, there actually you, you probably could take them both out. You just got to be real slick with it, though. You got to be you do. slick, dog. Yeah, I sure. mean, Speaking of slick, speaking yes. of slick, um, it looks like the Dodgers are trying to be slick, adding potentially Nolan Arenado. Now, Laura, I know we have some audio from Jim Bowden, former general manager uh, for the Washington Nationals, uh, works for MLB Network and the MLB Radio on SiriusXM. Let me hear what he had to say about the Dodgers and Nolan Arenado. 
Nolan Arenado will be a Dodger Do by Christmas. Do not trade this year, Christmas? He, look, I spoke to the Dodgers. Uh, They're obsessed with getting a right-handed bat. Listen, I might be willing to bet. a third baseman, and they have been engaged with Jeff Breidich. And I the might Rockies. be willing to bet the the uh, buffet on this one, actually. Arenado, Hunter, yeah, let him look, expand no, on this. I'm going to tweet the hell out of it. Arenado is planning on opting out of his contract with the Rockies in a year, and Trevor Story is a free agent in a year, and the Rockies have serious financial issues after the pandemic, and the trade talks between the Rockies and Dodgers are real. Um, so it's going to be fascinating. I think it, I think it's going to happen. I don't think the Dodgers have a lot of competition in trading for Arenado because of the contract and the opt-out. I believe the deal will be contingent on Nolan Arenado eradicating the opt-out and agreeing mm-hmm. to stay with the Dodgers on the contract he agreed upon with no opt-outs. I believe that will be a part of it. But this is going to be a major storyline. Yeah, it is going to be a major storyline, like today. Uh, you and I talked about this now you weren't in on Arenado if it cost Justin Turner, but what if that indeed now comes to fruition? Uh, I'd still much rather have Nolan Arenado, no disrespect to Justin Turner, um, because he's just a better player. Um, I am of the belief that Justin Turner, uh, value to this team, goes beyond what he does on the field. And so I'm just a little bit hesitant to give up on a guy who means so much to our cohesion mm. for a guy who on the field is a better talent. But we're not quite sure what his impact is going to be in the clubhouse. Uh, here's what I would say. It ain't show friends. It's show business. Okay. That's what I would say. Bring me Arenado. Uh, we'll have more on that on the other side. Plus, There have been uh, some signings here over the last uh, few moments. We will recap you on everything, uh, where the Lakers stand, where the Clippers stand, what they're waiting for potentially, and the big players and movers and who has signed. We'll have all that for you in three minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, LZ, a couple of things before we get back to the NBA free agency and Nolan Arenado potentially coming to the Dodgers. Uh, Coming to America, too. You and I spent a lot of time talking about that. He's coming Mm. to Amazon Prime in March. Uh, I like the idea of it coming to Amazon Prime because we don't know when the hell people are going to be back in movie theaters. <laughs> exactly. But I would assume that Amazon Prime paid, paid a pretty penny to get coming to America too. As well they should because a lot of people are going to watch it. Um, I'm going to watch it for sure. And I'm excited to, to see you know how many of the characters from the past show up. And more importantly, I'm interested to see how they spin this forward given the amount of time that has passed. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. I I am um, cautiously optimistic that it'll be good because, you know, to go after that original back in 1989 is going to be tough. Uh, Last thing for you, and you're listening to KSB in Los Angeles, in Aurora, Colorado, there is a 12-hour wait on average for their local In-N-Out. Now, look, I love In-N-Out. They are a sponsor here on the station. We love them. Uh, we, We believe that they are the most delicious fast food burgers in town. 
And uh, but twelve hours is a long time to wait for anything. Well, I mean, it's a long it's a, it's a long time to wait for a burger. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But I'll wait twelve hours for some stuff. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying twelve hours. It's waiting in line. I'm just saying, dog. For a burger, yeah, that's too long. But for some <laughs> other things, I'll wait. What What are some of those things? This is a family show, George Sedano. Oh, we will not yeah. sully this Disney Hell product silly. with salacious content. For the love of God. I mean, all right. That's what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. <laughs> Play it safe. Good times. All right. Laura, can you find me some NBA music? Some NBA music. I want to get back to Yeah, that. Yeah, just find me that, basically. There it is. There we go. So here's what we've got. Uh, in the most recent signings here. So De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings uh, is the first maximum contract of 2020 NBA free agency. Five years, $163 million extension with a clause to reach 196.6 Supermax, according to Shams Sharania of The Athletic. I mean, that young man is really good, and he's only 22 years old, LZ. So, uh, look, for the Kings, that's a smart move. you got to lock in somebody at some point. Absolutely, and that is actually something that can get done without permission. So, right. So, so good for him. And and you know what? We knew he was special in college. We knew he was special his rookie year, and I'm glad to see him getting comp. You know, getting compensated for his talent. He's a, he's a really dynamic player. Yeah. Uh, Woj just tweeted a few moments ago that among contenders in both conferences, an aggressive early pursuit. To lure your boy, our boy, who we loved, who was openly flirting with LeBron on Instagram, Serge Ibaka. Um, sources tell ESPN there is an early aggressive pursuit to lure free agent Serge Ibaka out of Toronto. And, um, of course, the Raptors have a strong interest in keeping him. Now, he tweeted out that picture where he was like, I'm on my way to dot, dot, dot. And Kevin Durant's brother in the Instagram post put Brooklyn. Are you fearful that he will reunite with his old pal, Kevin Durant, and not come and play with LeBron and AD? I'm not fearful of that. I'm fearful he ends up west. Okay. That's what I'm fearful of. Okay. If he wants to go east and stay east and work through all that, Mm -hmm. then fine. So you're worried about, like, the Clippers, perhaps? The Clippers, Dallas, you know, like those. Maybe Denver? Maybe Denver, exactly. Like, those concern me. But, you know, Denver... You know, we'll, we'll see you when we see you. Or, I mean, yeah. Brooklyn, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Former Laker Jordan Clarkson, Woj is reporting, has agreed to a four-year, $52 million deal with the Utah Jazz. His agent, Rich Paul of Clutch Sports, tells ESPN that's $13 million a year for Jordan Clarkson, who was one of the better six men last year, LZ. So I, that number is fairly contingent – or, excuse me, fairly um, consistent, I, I meant, with what six men get. Yeah. Yeah, listen – I know some of us out here think about Jordan Clarkson and think, 50 what? But if you saw the series that he played in Utah, dude balled. Yeah. And he actually balled for Cleveland, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not be a very good player for a team with championship aspirations, but don't get that conflated with his with him being in a, you know, in a, unable to ball. He's a good scorer. Um, so good for him. Good on him. Yeah. Uh, Clippers 
Patrick Patterson, their forward, is returning to the Clippers on a one-year deal, according to Woj. Uh, Jalil Okafor is going to the Detroit Pistons, and the Detroit Pistons are just loading up on centers. They have lured Mason Plumlee from the Denver Nuggets to a three-year, $25 million deal. Uh, so basically, you know, uh, what is that? Uh, three divided by two. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal for him. I mean, that, man, that is, what, $9 million, basically? Does that no, sound no, no. right? $8 million? $8 million. A little over $8 million a year for Mason Plumlee. I am going to assume that the um, plan mm -hmm. is to acquire big bodies yeah, and then wait for people to come to you who are in need of big bodies. Right. At a manageable number that you can trade. Right. right. That's, that's, what the, that's what the Heat did with Mason, not Mason Plumlee, um, with uh, Myers Leonard. At a one-year, $9 million deal, it's actually a one-and-one one with a team option, but uh, that's what makes it tradable because you can't really trade guys on a one-year deal without their permission. So when you do a, a two-year deal with a team option, then you can move them. So, right, uh, guys like Plumlee, guys like Myers Leonard, right, those guys are out there, and Jalil Okafor as well. Uh, all those guys are tradable assets because they're under the, you know, eight-figure deal, basically. Right, right. So all those people... On the Twitters and on the social media, clowny uh, Detroit for acquiring so many big men. This isn't the New York Knicks getting like a whole bunch of power forwards with the plan on keeping them all. I mean, they did no. get five that you want yeah, to yeah, felt like. Yeah. 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 No, nice. Detroit clearly looks as if they're trying to stock up on an asset that other teams are going to want at, during the course of the season, and they'll be able to flip that very quickly. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then one more for you here. Wanted to make sure. Oh, Derek Favors has agreed to re-sign a three-year deal, nearly thirty million dollars, with uh, the Utah Jazz. Actually, yeah, I didn't. I say re-sign because he started his career there. Uh, he was with New Orleans most recently, so he's going back to Utah rather for three years, thirty million. Uh, and and look, the Jazz need size, right? If they're going to yep. try to compete with the Lakers, that was the one thing that they were most missing beyond Rudy Gobert last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good pickup for them. Uh, I'm still not concerned as a Laker fan. No, no, no. It's but it's a body, and he's not just like like he is not. He's more talented than uh, let's say a Mason Plumlee. Like I think he's a better finisher. Like, he's actually got moves around the rim, is what I would say. Yes, yes. Plumlee is like a pick-and-roll finisher, whereas Favors... He's got bounce. He yeah. definitely has bounce. Oh, no, no. Mason Plumlee definitely has bounce. But what I'm saying is, like, Derek Favors actually has a little little post-game to him, if you... Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows how to use his, his long arms and right. wide base to, to right. get to the rim, and he's got good footwork. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I think there's that. And then, so Gordon Hayward is out there. He has opted out of his deal with the Boston Celtics. He wants to go to the Indiana Pacers. The Pacers offered Miles Turner, and there was someone else who I forgot. Who did? My, who else did they offer? Greg, do you remember that deal? I'm sorry. I screwed that up. I should have known that. Um, they offered Miles Turner and someone else. Basically, they turned that down. I'll, fi I'll find that in a second. Um, they turned that down because Danny Ainge... Oh, Doug McDermott. Thank you. Yes, they offered Miles Turner and Doug McDermott for Gordon Hayward. Boston wants Miles Turner and either TJ Warren or Victor Oladipo. Why is Danny Ainge just crazy, man? You got to kick the tire to see what happens. Right, but they ain't going to give you that. You ain't never stepped to somebody out of your league just to see what would happen. No, I, I get it. Um, but, you know. 
<laughs> you just make like. I mean, I, I think that sometimes you do that, but it feels like Danny Ainge does that all the time. He does. He does that a lot. Because, because uh, look, it, it's different if you and me, right? We're all boys, right? We're all out, right? And we're, we're going to step out outside our league at the bar, right? It's different if it's one of your boys who doesn't do it often, right? And you're like, okay, okay, here's how you do it. We, you know, you kind of plan it out right, and you try to kind of take that that swing. But Danny Ainge is the dude that has a few cocktails, and every time you go to the bar, he's trying to hit on the hottest woman in the bar, and he's probably not capable of landing the hottest woman in the bar. He's just playing the numbers game. Hey, baby, how you doing? You want right. to come? You want to yes. come see my rings? Yes. Yes. That That <laughs> is Danny Ainge, it feels like, anytime he's trying to swing one of these deals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I, I – I was gonna say I can I can see where he's coming from, but the truth of the matter is is that he overplays his hand all the time, right? Because he got lucky once. Mm-hmm. He got lucky once that the good folks in Brooklyn, yeah, with yeah. a brand new owner, were right. st- made a stupid decision. Correct. And and that misinformed Danny into thinking he was some sort of brilliant GM, right. when really he was just smart enough not to screw up their screw up. That's right. all. Yeah, yeah, and it landed him some good players. And Atlanta, he was a good player. He was smart enough to get Tatum, right? right? Like I'm not. He was smart enough to get Brown. Right. He was smart enough to get Marcus Smart, who fell right. all the way down to eight. Like right. So he recognizes talent, but I wouldn't call, call him a genius, and nor would I think he's as good as he thinks he is, because I still think he's living off of what happened with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Uh, all right. Coming up next, uh, we've got a Clipper update for you as well. Uh, and the latest on who the Lakers are targeting. We have all that coming up. Plus, Nolan Arenado, a Dodger? All that coming up in just a moment here on 710 ESPN. Back in three minutes.